Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. Today is me, Sammy, and Hunter. Hello. And Ethan. Hey there. And we wanted to talk a bit about travel. Travel. Woo! Just, uh, you know, travel <laughs> is good, good for you. Like, you know, local travel, abroad travel, like cultural exchanges. And, um, you know, it, it kind of plays into that whole importance of rest that we've talked about here a couple mm-hmm. times. Rest mm-hmm. and play. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think a good place to start probably would be to just talk about places we've been. Sure. If, uh, mm-hmm. Ethan, you haven't said much. <laughs> we just started <laughs> like putting you on the spot immediately. But he is the one who went most recently and, yes, on a pretty hype excursion. And Actually, next couple. week is also doing it again. Yes, I'm also going on another. I go to the Grand Canyon next week on a road trip. That's just I have a friend and I who jump in a car once a year. It's accidentally turned into tradition, but jump in a car once a year and just drive. And since we live here in Oregon, we've done pretty much everywhere on the West Coast at this point. Up to Canada driven down into mexico a couple times i've never been to canada which is ridiculous that is ridiculous i grew up in washington state you're missing out man i've been to europe like five times victoria vancouver lovely amazing banff banff Mm -hmm. is very good yeah i don't know what that is because i haven't been look at this i mean beautiful our our listeners from the south or the midwest well not the midwest but the south maybe the east coast they'll probably relate to you empathize yeah <laughs> like, anyways that unusual oh anyway sorry, yeah, places, yeah. you that. Um, <laughs> anyway yeah so like all the west coast idaho montana washington nevada arizona california utah colorado all those things i've been to all there anywhere past that nope haven't have not visited hmm. but i like international travel as well so just got yeah, back from you just, yeah. yeah oman and kuwait the two those are two countries in the middle east most people don't know about them um but yeah those two countries in the middle east that i just visited um you went to kind of visit a friend yeah i have a friend who's living who's living there actually and and my friend my friend my wife and i want to move abroad she's also your friend she is my friend (laughs) (laughs) um very special friend and who we want to move abroad at some point and live I don't know, in another country, just because yeah. we both really love international travel. And so we've been looking into ways that, how to make that possible. There are things mm-hmm. called, like, if you live in the U.S., there's a thing called the Fulbright Scholarship, mm-hmm. which allows you to go and live in another country, usually for 10 months, either teaching English or doing research. Yeah. I, I have a friend right now, actually, who's teaching in Japan. Japan? Japan, it sounds like that. Yeah? And he was in France last year doing that. Oh, cool. So. Very cool. Well, out yeah. of college, that was my game plan um, <clears throat> before I serendipitously ended up in my dream job um, making <laughs> games. Uh, the plan was I had taken, I minored in Japanese studies. Mm. I had taken, what, th- two, three years of the language? Um, and I was going to go 
through the Japanese English teaching program and live in Japan and get super fluent and come back and become a translator. Very cool. That didn't pan out for me, but my friend did make it into the JET program, and so mm. I got to go bum with her for a month and live a taste of that yeah. that dream of like what it was like to just be in Japan for an extended period of time. So during the day when she was at work, I would just like get on a train and go somewhere. <laughs> That's so cool. You said and you were in, like, northern Japan, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it prefecture. She was in, um, oh, God, was it, uh, the very top of the main island. I, is it Aomori? Um, I don't think I so. Was it uh, but then we went up to Sapporo for the ice festival, yeah. oh, which was cool. on my bucket list. Um, so basically I've seen a lot of Tokyo northward. Nice. Um, and so I want to go back and I want to see Tokyo southward. Nice. I want to go see that, like, build cool. capitals and castles and stuff. Yeah. That'd Such awesome. rich history. I also want to do Japan. Like, my uncles lived there for 30 years teaching English as well. Wow. And, so yeah. fun. Yeah, got married to a Japanese woman there. And huh. anyway, has lived there for as long as I can remember. <laughs> so I want to go visit him and... It's extremely to it. humbling to go to a place where it's not your native language mm-hmm. and yeah. people can pick you out from a mile away and go, <laughs> You're not from that's here. a white girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally true. It's like, yeah, just being in a cult, like completely different cultural location where you're like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. a doofus and I'm just fumbling around here. <laughs> yeah. Best. It gives you a lot of humility. Yeah. Also, like, it's just good for, I don't know, I just think it's good life experience in general to be somewhere where you're not, like, the a, a part of the majority culture mm-hmm. um, or maybe, like, even, like, the majority racial makeup. Like, when I was in South Africa, I lived there for four months and five months. Yeah, you did school and, stuff there. Kind yeah. Of yeah. And... Like, it was, like, at one point, which, 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 to be clear, like, South Africa has, like, a large mixed population, and so it's not just, um, like, a lot of people think Africa, they're like, everybody's black. It's not totally true, depending Especially on what country you're South in. South Africa, South yeah. South Africa, and, like, specifically has a lot of old Dutch influence, and so, hmm. um, anyway, sorry, that was a little tangent, but I, I would, like, sit in a classroom, yeah, because I was going to university there for a time, and I would sit like in a university classroom, and I'd like look around, and be like I'm the only white person in this room. Or then you'd like see one person across the room, and it's like, oh, that's someone that looks like me. And you don't like think these things like consciously, but it's like, oh, it's someone that like looks like me. I'm almost like want to like you're like I have this weird like attraction yeah. to like try and gravitate towards them because like maybe they have some sort of similar experience to you're hoping. Yeah. Um, that gave me a lot of, like, just empathy for, like, people here back home where I live. Like, Oregon yeah. is, like, majority white. Or, like, if I was, like, an immigrant here, mm-hmm. like, that would be really disorient. Like, you know, a bajillion. Yeah, Oregon has a lot of different things, but, like, history be... and why we're so majority white. Um, but even if I was, like, that... if you're, yeah, like, an immigrant in the modern day. Like... Well, yeah, in general. I mean, yeah, I have a lot of friends who are first-generation immigrants as well. And I have, like... A few friends in town who moved. I have a recent friend, uh, Marvin. I don't know if you guys met Marvin, but he's over at George Fox, um, like a professor there. Mm. Um, but he's black, moved from Florida a year and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. And we've like gotten together more than a few times and we'll be talking about stuff. And I read this one conversation I was telling him about this church I started attending. He's like, oh, it was a pretty diverse church or anything because he was kind of like thinking about 
uh, churches and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's pretty diverse. Like, we've got a lot of decent amount of old people and, like, young people, <laughs> college students and all that. Because it literally did not occur to me that, like, yeah. diverse would be for anything other than, like, age. age because yeah. there's not any diversity in Newburgh, Oregon, yeah, for the most just, part. Oh, man, you think there there's no some, diversity like, here. I grew up in Montana. Yeah. <laughs> but just to say, is like, you're talking about feeling like oh, I'm the only white person in this classroom in South yeah. Africa right now but like yeah, yeah and to like bring it back around like I think it just gives you a lot of empathy to realize oh that's like realize what that experience is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, because of an experience like travel like you can because like, it's not something it, this is the last thing I'll say about it is like I would have uh, growing up I think I heard a lot of this idea expressed and probably thought the same idea myself of like I don't know like okay uh, you're an immigrant like someone is an immigrant here just mm-hmm. like you know learn language like learn english just why would you ever care why why would just be colorblind doesn't yeah. matter what like if the people around you don't look like you what matters is like who they are and their character and stuff i'm like why would it it wouldn't be that difficult to like mesh into somebody else's culture like just get get used to it <laughs> learn and operate and like after having done that now oh, multiple times I'm like it is not it's it is not, not easy and it is not like something you choose like yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna be like happy that I feel like the odd one out. Like, I'm gonna choose yeah. to feel that it's not. Mm-hmm. not and so in reality, simple. why would you want that too? Yeah. yeah. I also just want to add on that there was a lot of like, um, <clears throat> for me, it also kind of there were cases of like seeing where humanity does have this commonality mm-hmm. underlying everything. Yeah. Like, I just remember. I think it was my last day there. I'm like hopping around my my heavy suitcase um, in Japan and like I couldn't find the escalator that goes (laughs) up to where I needed to be but my train was coming and it would leave without me and I'm like I I gotta get up there so I'm just trying to hop this thing up the stairs Mm -hmm. and I heard these girls like pass me giggling and they looked back at me and I must have had such a despair in my Uh eyes that they were like oh my goodness I have to help her (laughs) and they helped me get it up the stairs and then, like, I lost my ticket and other fun. But anyway, there was just all these wonderful, <laughs> you know, people. Like, yeah. there really is kindness at the core. And That's it's also like, true. Because they probably weren't even laughing at me. But I think I heard, you know, I was self-conscious. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm so stupid American. Yeah. Can't find escalator. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, good times. Totally. No. That's true. That's another thing that travel helps you realize is, yes, cultural differences are hard and do, are, like, very real and exist. Also, at the end of the day, we're all like, you're all human. And yeah. not all of us trying to communicate, even though we don't. I was like, you don't speak my language, and I don't. I'm woefully underprepared to speak your language, but we're going to try anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's super true. And I think it just helps break down, like, I don't know, a lot of, like, whatever, like, stereotypes you might have in your head or, like, things that you think of. When you think of other locations a lot of times it kind of just like reduces down to like one fun trivia fact you've heard of like mm-hmm. oh iceland it is this i don't know <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah. bad example because i can't think of a fun fact about <laughs> they iceland, have but... the winter cat i think yeah, yeah. Or i think of like i think like <laughs> london and i'm like oh it's gray it's rain it's all like <laughs> and biscuits exactly stuff like that and or like i know growing up a lot of times I was like, oh yeah, Africa. It's like a bunch of poor people, right? Like that's kind of all. That's all I like, have in my <laughs> that, head. That like, is the painting they, they 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 paint for you growing up, isn't it? Yeah. In the school, they're like, yeah, yeah everybody over there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, 
third world country, something, something like the entire continent. Yeah, like totally that. erases the, then, the rich nuance of just like, yeah, yeah, that's out there. And so, yeah, just going to other, or like, I, so I just got back from Kuwait and Oman, Middle East, right? Had a lot of people still, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying this is like a, oh, I'm not like poo-pooing everybody, like people that think this way or grew up with these kind of messages. Um, but we just, I still had a lot of people that would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to Oman, which in reality is like one of the safest country is the safest country like lowest crime rate in um like violent crime rate in the middle east mm-hmm. it's like very very safe location to go to awesome tourist industry like very cool location all around yeah a lot of people were just like oh middle east like are you gotta be careful yeah. like are you sure you want to go like oh i wouldn't choose to do that like good for you that you're going but like i would never choose to do that and just like <laughs> a lot of general like ooh, spooky middle east because mm-hmm. Middle East, like not really. Yeah. Well, I think also like being from America, like mm-hmm. our country is huge, and so yeah. we think about other countries like they're all small and clumped together. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like don't mm-hmm. even have a sense of their scale, and we're like, yeah. oh, the whole you know, we the Middle East is really big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, but we all think of it as like, okay, yeah, the, the whole entirety Middle East is probably like the size of Texas. That means you're in danger. Like, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's also um, true. Which is just not true. Yeah. Or like, yeah, all of Asia is like this, or all of like, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, because like, or all of Africa, like we were saying. Yeah, earlier. generalizing a whole dang country when we look at ours and like, we there's three thousand miles from coast to coast, mm-hmm. and look at the the va- vast differences between East Coast, West Coast, South, Middle, yeah. like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally true. And so, just getting to see places for yourself, I, I, it's just such a like you learn so so much, so much. Yeah. For, all sorts of things. Hunter, where are some of the places that you've been? Uh, yeah, I guess recently I was supposed to go to Japan, but wasn't able to, sadly, because of some passport delays. Um, Share this podcast with 10 friends if you're sad for Hunter. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I was going to go visit my friend who's teaching there currently uh, last month. Um, but then in terms of international travel... I got to go to Greece uh, mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. um, which right. was great. And so I got to do uh, a decent amount of touring around the whole country, um, largely speaking like Athens, up to Thessaloniki, got to Summit. Um, what's the big one there? Olympus. Olympus yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the, the peak as Mitikas, and so I did the main peak there, which was cool. Uh, and then got to do some of the aisles for like a week or so, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I got to do France before, mostly just northern France and touring around uh, Italy. Again, northern Italy mostly. Mm-hmm. Israel. I used to live in West Africa and Ghana, mm-hmm. um, which didn't, especially the area that I was in um, was like what you would imagine when you think like poor, destitute mm-hmm. Africa. I was living in a tiny little village out in the bush, so... Um, but there was no giraffes or lions because it was, you know, about five, four and a half, five thousand miles away from the Serengeti. Uh-huh. <laughs> so again, something um, that people are like exactly. Oh, oh, um, some giraffes. Where the giraffes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the entire um, but yeah, and then domestically, I mean, I've gotten to live on every corner of the U.S. as well, um, everywhere but the Midwest. Um, which, sorry if you're from the Midwest, but I didn't have much of a desire to live in the Midwest. So, um, but I, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest and so it was nice to be able to live down in 
California and Texas and the Northeast and the South um, and all those different places to be able to tell that, like, yes, Smith? I do like the Pacific Northwest. I want to be back here. <laughs> Fair. I'm curious, like, what, what are some of the things that you feel like you got, that you've learned mm-hmm. because of travel? Like, what a, I don't know whether that's skills or just, like, yeah. revelations or life lessons. I think there's a ton about um, uh, adaptability. I think is mm. a huge thing. Yes. The, t- the type of traveling that I do um, is, I, I want to use the word instinctual, um, mostly <laughs> just because like I, I love showing up and having a loose plan for some of the things that I want to see, but mm. um, not going in with my preconceived notions of like, mm. um, this is how I would do it in America or whatever. So this yeah. is how I'm going to get from place to place, yeah. but like really trying to steep and learn uh, the culture of the place that I'm going into, or yeah. whatever that is. So, um, just in Paris, like learning how to use the metro system. I love public transit; it's like one of my favorite things. So that <laughs> that's exciting to me. And learning transit systems in new countries and different continents is like really cool to me. Mm. Um, and so, like learning how people get around, learning like how people structure their meals throughout a day, um, <laughs> whether it be a single meal or if they eat three meals or two meals or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like. Um, like in Spain where it's like nine o'clock. Yeah. Like whatever it is. Like it was so difficult to find breakfast in Paris before 10 AM basically <laughs> because, um, like I'm an early riser, especially with a price or the time difference. I was getting mm-hmm. up at mm-hmm. 6 AM and trying to get a croissant and it was impossible because <laughs> nowhere is open until like nine o'clock at the earliest yeah. for the most part, unless yeah. you like new places that you can go. Um, but just learning like how do people do life here and being able to empathize and understand people's um, day-to-day to understand mm-hmm. their point of view more. Um, it's made understanding international politics a lot easier because True. it's easier yep. to empathize with like what they're going through when you've yeah. lived a life like they have. Also, um, you realize like how many of the things that you think like you take for granted as like normal or like mm-hmm. think are such big issues here. You're like, oh, wait. They're just like completely other people are dealing with other either like the same stuff or they have like their own problems that mm-hmm. make my problems not look mm-hmm. like that big or drastic. <laughs> yeah. Really just expanding your idea too of what life can be like as well. Yes. Um, I was talking to a friend about this who uh, is from Eastern Europe and um, we were talking about just like grocery shopping. Um, and I personally at home, I shop uh, every day that I cook. I don't really do big trips when I grew up we would do like a weekly trip and when I first started living on my own I would do big weekly trips to the grocery store and then Mm -hmm. end up wasting a lot of food because I didn't use it all or whatever or whatever it was right um but nowadays I'll go to the grocery store and buy a single russet potato and an onion and um I do like package my own meats and I have a vacuum sealer but like doing it like that (laughs) has ended up saving me money and doing less um uh, food waste and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of that was because when I first went to Italy after I graduated uh, high school and I was there for uh, like two weeks, we like did that. Did and that's what things. people mm-hmm. did is you mm-hmm. walked to the grocery store and you bought what you were going to cook that night. Mm-hmm. And I just never even thought like, that's like maybe I don't go to the grocery store and buy a week or two worth of food at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even little things like yeah. that, let alone big things. You yeah, know? gives you perspective. Like it just I was, changes. Yeah, I was at a theater with a friend um, from Denmark, and he was 
say oh oh yeah i was talking to him about another movie he had seen recently that was like i don't know it's like an r-rated one or something here um and said like oh he had gone with an, another american friend and the two of them are telling me about this movie that they just seen and they said like the my american friend was like ah oh, yeah i've got you know like quite a bit of like explicit content in it like a lot of like sexual yeah. content in it and stuff and then my denmark friend was like if that's like nothing like yeah. you guys you americans have like stuff your tolerance is super super low the, uh, yeah it's daytime like, commercial and yeah it was, yeah it was like it was like the amount that people are exposed to here is like it's just like a completely different way of thinking about like what your level of tolerance is for like sexual content and that kind of stuff and i'm not making any sort of judgment call on this one way or another yeah. i'm just saying it's like a matter of perspective like things that you think are just kind of set in stone or just like that there's only one way of thinking about the very them, least like, it oh, makes you there's... think about why you think the way you do yeah like, provides yeah. perspective um and then for closing notes i'm just gonna <clears throat> throw my hat in the ring here because i i grew up experiencing travel very differently mm, yeah, uh, yeah. we had very structured trips we mm. knew where we were going roughly how long we were spending in places like we always wanted to get the most out of our travel yeah um and really experience life and everything to its fullest yeah. you know go go find the best places to eat and and the unique stuff to to do and the you know what do the locals do what do the tourists do and try a little bit of everything mm. um and while this is like a whole nother can of worms um traveling on your own like as a young adult is i think a super great sort of coming of age rite of passage sort of thing like everybody should do it to kind of like Builds get their bearings and yeah mm-hmm. it really helps you feel like an adult like i credit my month in japan as being kind of my coming of age mm. studio ghibli movie where i'm like <laughs> <laughs> getting lost in the middle of a foreign country mm-hmm. but um i don't know the importance of growing up and being on family trips like one with for those who are out there like starting new families you don't have to stop traveling just because you have kids and in fact i would encourage traveling especially with you know young youngsters because that was just those are all some of my most precious memories Mm -hmm. are just road trips and and flights and train travel like just going Mm -hmm. all these different places with with my my family and it was just i don't know good healthy stuff and i think it prepared me for for a good life so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah if you've got places that you've traveled lessons you've learned like drop it in the comment section like yeah. we want to see it like really um yeah. I think it's cool to hear about like where people like, are going and what they got from their trips yeah, give mm-hmm. me your top suggested tourist destinations because i want to go traveling again and um i'll let you i'll i'll, I'll comment back if i go where you suggest <laughs> <laughs> Be like, I went. it was great awesome awesome well, yeah. Well, thank you for joining yeah, us. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time and have a great day.